Ecclesiastes 8, 1 through 9. Who is like the wise? And who knows the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom makes his face shine, and the hardness of his face is changed. I say, keep the king's command because of God's oath to him. Be not hasty to go from his presence. Do not take your stand in an evil cause, for he does whatever he pleases. For the word of the king is supreme, and who may say to him, what are you doing? Whoever keeps a command will know no evil thing, and the wise heart will know the proper time in the just way. For there is a time and a way for everything, although man's trouble lies heavy on him. For he does not know what is to be, for who can tell him how it will be? No man has power to retain the spirit or power over the day of death. There's no discharge from war, nor will wickedness deliver those who are given to it. All this I observed while applying my heart to all that is done under the sun, when man had power over man to his hurt. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. This is, what a good passage here. Uh, I mean, you talk about timely, and the word of God certainly is, uh, is timely all the time. And this is a really old passage, but this idea is repeated in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's repeated all over how the Lord sets up powers. He sets up authorities and we're to honor those authorities. You certainly mm-hmm. see that in this passage. What an interesting time in the lives of uh, Americans that are so divided on honoring authority. And mm-hmm. here it is again. This is what a, what a strong passage and just still talks about how we're always under authority. We will mm-hmm. always be under some authority, even to the power of death, which we have no control over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a strong passage. What do you guys, what stands out to y'all? Well, what stands out to me is as we continue to go through Ecclesiastes, the author is really mysterious and there's mm-hmm. a lot of tension and a lot of paradox. Um, and one moment he's talking about how wisdom is a great virtue that adds great value to your life. And then another moment, he's like, also, wisdom is vain, and (laughs) wise people and fools both die. Mm -hmm. And so he starts off this passage with this, who is like the wise and knows the interpretation of a thing. A man's wisdom makes his face shine. And then he that kind of launches us into this idea of um, submission. and. How, you know, the kind of what the refrain of Ecclesiastes as we've been going through it is leading a quiet, faithful life. And I'm just reminded of Titus 3 um, and the importance as kingdom um, citizens to to honor the authorities God has placed over us. And, um, yeah, it, it just enters this complex web that the author of Ecclesiastes has made. Yeah, that's good. I feel like. Psalm 90 verse 12 keeps jumping to my mind whenever mm. I'm listening to the ODRs about Ecclesiastes mm. when Moses writes, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Mm-hmm. That just whenever we are reflecting on the vanity yeah. of these things, that that's leading us to wisdom. Yeah, yeah. When we're thinking about how short our time on earth really is. It's a great verse that's to good. connect, yeah. This, it's such a good thing here to remind us whoever keeps a command will know no evil thing and the wise heart will know the proper time and the just way. We live in a time when some folks would say, um, boy, I really like all the rules. And other folks would say, 
well, my my liberties are really being crushed right now. And mm-hmm. so clearly we're a divided time. Some people are super happy. Some people are really uncomfortable. I think as a follower of Christ, we have to read this. We have to read Romans 13. We have to um, we have to look and see the different the different spots in Scripture where we realize, hey, God has put the authorities in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I need to to realize unless it's stopping me from worshiping and serving the Lord, I need to be really careful when I make this big objection. Yeah. Because it's really hard to live that gentle and quiet life if I'm just, you know, raising cane and always mad at the people in charge. Mm-hmm. But it says here, there is a right and just way mm-hmm. to plead your cause. And we can really learn from that. That's a moment of mm-hmm. great wisdom of if I do do feel like some of my Christian liberties are uh, are under attack, well, there's probably a right and just way to make those appeals. But we really do have to differentiate between our Christian liberties and just our preferences. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think this... This passage is is so strong to to just remind us, hey, keep the king's command. God's put them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he prefaces all that with that little wisdom poem at the mm-hmm. beginning. It's just so cool. So the the character of like the king has been mentioned one other time in Ecclesiastes so far. It's in chapter four at the end, which we read a couple days ago or a few days ago. And there's kind of, it's kind of this confusing parable that is told. It's right there at the end, starting in verse 13, really starting, oh well, yeah, verse 13. Better was a poor and wise youth than an old and foolish king who no longer knew how to take advice. For he went from prison to throne, though in his own kingdom he had been poor. I saw all the living who move about under the sun, along with that youth who was to stand in the king's place. There was no end of all the people, all of whom he led, yet those who come later will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is a man. It's this interesting rags and riches, rags to riches story. And it makes me think, like, I feel like this has to be a nod to David um, and that sure. that whole story. But it, so it's kind of like time about this young, wise youth who kind of overtakes and replaces this king and is the new king. And then he's like, but everyone gets used to him and moves on, and, like, the coming generations don't rejoice in him. So who cares? <laughs> and <laughs> I think one of the one of the sort of counterintuitive things about submitting to authority is that actually when we frame authority as, like, they're just people— and just, you know, dust to dust people just like we are, it actually, that mentality can allow you to actually submit to someone um, because you you kind of, you strip them of like the hero or villain mentality. And it's like, okay, this is just a person that God has, has entrusted mm-hmm. authority to. And I'm not accountable for how they're using that authority. I've just, I'm accountable for my attitude, my disposition. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think about Daniel. Um, He had to learn to submit in a foreign land. And as he did, he had a great influence over the kingdom. Um, You think about Joseph having to learn to submit Mm -hmm. in a foreign land, and he had great authority and influence over a kingdom. 
Um, you think about the early Christians in Rome, where Nero was burning Christians at the stake just 30 or so years after mm-hmm. the ascension of Christ, and Rome became the epicenter of Christianity. I mean, mm-hmm. all through history, we see these folks that have had to learn to be under authority of the God-given powers, and as they did, ended up having major influence over those folks to the point that kingdoms changed. Mm. Yeah. And I think we can really learn with that, whether it's a boss or a parent or um, mm. or a governing authority, there's something to God has put this person in authority over me. How do I honor them as best I can yeah. while living for the Lord? Mm. So, That's really good. Well, for Will Carlisle and Katie Dickens, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.